gentlemen, it's Scott here from Oak Sides here to drop another episode of content. And tonight's title of the episode is The Destruction of the Democratic Party. It's very appropriate with everything that's been going on. As you guys have probably heard of what's going on with the Iowa caucus, the voting uh, extravaganza that's been going on there, the, the absolute nightmare of a view of the Democratic Party. And we're going to jump into all that. I'm in a good mood because we're getting the State of the Union tonight. The end of the impeachment is finally coming. It's going to end tomorrow. The senators will vote, and we're getting the State of the Union address tonight from Trump, and he's going to absolutely destroy the Democrats, and I cannot wait to watch and listen to what he says. So that is what we're going to be discussing tonight. I have a possible interview that's someone I'm going to bring onto the channel, hopefully within the next week or two. Um very very big guest and i hope we're going to be able to link up and get him on the show guys it's going to be great um, i'm not going to give you guys the name yet um, until we confirm a time and that we're actually going to do it i'm just waiting to hear back so i have a lot in the hopper for the channel as usual so let's jump into the essentials and we'll get into the content so this is my YouTube channel, Woke Societies here on YouTube. We're now at 17,000 subscribers. Thank you so much. I love you guys. The support you have shown me in the last eight, nine months has been incredible. The channel is growing way faster than I ever thought it would. So thank you, all of you, for subscribing. If you want to up your fandom, go to my Patreon here, patreon.com slash Woke Societies 1111, and up your fandom you guys can become a patron as little as a dollar a month that is twelve dollars a year all that money goes straight into the channel to bring you guys even better content as we build this channel together we have my uh, backup channel bit shoot just in case god forbid youtube shuts this channel down i have a backup where you guys can get all my content and of course the wokesociety.com website where i have links to every one of my, every one of my social media outlets and also the podcasting links for all the major podcasting um, platforms out there. So they're all there for you. So please check them out if you need to listen to me on the go. So let's jump in. We're going to start off with just one Q drop tonight. It's 3824. There has been other new previous Q drops. We're not going to get into those tonight. We're just going to get into the most previous one. 3824, Q asked, who are the real racists? There is a picture here with Donald Trump. And three black men, I don't know their name, but it's not the it's not important at the moment. The picture for the ones on the podcast, I can't see it, says wasn't a racist until he ran for president as Republican and won. And there's two links here. There's one to a Twitter by Michael BD3, and there's also a YouTube link to a video of Hillary Clinton talking about gangs and crime and all this other stuff. I'm going to show you the Twitter, the Twitter one, and we're going to see a old video of Joe Biden, but the Q post continues on and says, open your eyes to see the truth. Who are the real racists? So in tonight's showing of the destruction of this shitty party that the Democrats call themselves, let's start with Joe Biden here. And I have the video up. Here it is. Here we go, guys. So this is Joe Biden, 1985. He's at a Democratic congressional dinner he's got you know democrats lobbyists this is this is, i didn't even realize joe biden was he this is before i was born he was into politics the man's been in politics forever his whole life it seems and he is at a dinner and i'm going to play you guys what he is saying here this is only a 30 second clip here we go because y'all gonna stand up we're gonna have some important people coming out in a minute but there's one more band member 
that I want you to meet. Ladies and gentlemen, our vocals tonight, Michael Jackson. Michael, would you please stand? So for the ones who can't see in the podcast, he calls, is a black man here, Michael Jackson. He's a he's singing for this band at this dinner. And that that's what he called him. His, his name's not Michael Jackson, by the way. Thank you. Thank you very much. Soon to become Prince, as I just pointed out to me. And his name is also not Prince. Ladies and gentlemen, my job is uh, about over, which will please you almost as much as it pleases me. So that's the clip. And Q asks, who are the real racists? So let's go to the Washington Examiner article here that says, Joe Biden introduced black singer as Michael Jackson at a Democratic dinner. This was on January 9th, 2020. I don't know if that's, uh, I guess this, I didn't even know this video was out. Q dropped this video uh, either yesterday and this article was about this. So that's even, that's even better. So the Washington Examiner explains in their article here, during a 1980s fundraising dinner, Joe Biden singled out a black vocalist and introduced him to a crowd of Democrats and lobbyists as Michael Jackson and then Prince, two of the most famous black singers at the time. The quip came during the $1,000 a plate 1985 Democratic Congressional Dinner held at the Washington Hilton in Washington, D.C. nearly 35 years ago. The event attended overwhelmingly by white diners was held to raise money for Democratic campaigns in the Senate and the House. Biden now running for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination was in, was in black tie and standing on stage beside the Gene Donati Orchestra, which was performing at the gala. Then a U.S. senator for Delaware, he introduced the white penis and then turned to the singer. In fact, the singer was D.C.-based performer named Jerome Powell. Looking back at Biden's joke this week, Powell, now 75, told the Washington Examiner it was just a big mistake. Because Powell was influenced by artists such as Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, and Tony Bennett, and was nothing like Jackson. People know the difference. I mean, Michael Jackson and I were two entirely different categories. So here is a blatant example of Joe Biden profiling a black man. At first, I didn't think anything of the video until I read into this article here that gave a little bit more context of what was going on. But when you read the man... The man's actual words of who the per, who Joe Biden was describing, you can tell he was he was upset, and obviously he took it in a very and in, in in not in a good way. And again, me Biden at the time, this is eighty five guys. This is going back far. So you're talking over thirty years. So that is what Q is referencing to. So and the video of Hillary, I'm not going to play it. It's like a six seven minute video. It's in the Q drop there. I'll link it so you guys can also watch it. But that is what Q is talking about here where they say, who are the real racists? And you never heard anything from the media about Donald Trump ever being a racist before he even thought about running running um, for president. It's all part of the media narrative. This is stuff we already know. The Anons know already, right? So as we continue here, this is a video here of John Kerry. I don't know when this was taken. This had to have been taken, I don't know if it was recent or not, but it doesn't matter. We're going to hear what he has to say in just a moment. But he is talking in regards to what I've shown you guys multiple times when Joe Biden was trying to get rid of the prosecutor in Ukraine that was looking and investigating his son, Hunter Biden. And he was holding a billion dollars in loan grants over this prosecutor or in, in Ukraine and said, if you don't, if you need to stop investigating my son, if you don't, you're not getting the money quid pro quo, right? So let's listen here to John Kerry talking in regards to the situation and let's see who else 
was in on this quid pro quo besides just Joe Biden. I will tell you, because as Secretary of State, I was deeply involved in this. All of us in the administration were trying to get rid of that prosecutor. From Obama to the Secretary of State to the Vice President, all of us were working on that. All of us. Joe Biden, Obama, every one of them were working on this. The ambassador and and we knew if Ukraine was going to survive and win the revolution in the end. The, the revolution they started, by the way, which is in my last episode. Done. They had to get rid of that prosecutor, and they did. And they did. So, guys, all these 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 couple of videos I'm showing are just the appetizers um, for the rest of the episode. But this this is perfect that this is coming out now. This is just painting a picture of what we're hoping that Attorney Barr and Durham, they're going to come after all these guys, and Trump is going to be in a full-out, all-out offensive, and I hope that starts tonight with the State of Union address, and he's going to go full force. So we have that video. All of us, including Obama, were going after, going after this Ukrainian prosecutor because we all know, we all know now that Ukraine was is riddled with corruption and was pretty much the DNC's safety deposit box, right? They're just m money passing from hand to hand. It's unbelievable. So as that, as I was seeing these videos, this came across my Twitter feed this morning uh, from Breaking 911. Breaking, Iowa Democrat Party says they will be counting votes manually after, quote, inconsistencies. Tally counters asked to take photos of the total. So we hear that, right? First thing I think of, Bernie is getting screwed somehow. Who is messing around with the votes, right? So it gets even better. Trump puts his two cents in also um, this morning. Trump slams Dems unmitigated disaster in Iowa. Nothing works just like they ran the country. President Trump just can't stop winning. Not only did Dems, Dems fail to win enough Republican votes to call John Bolton to testify at the president's impeachment trial in the Senate, which so far has attracted a tiny fraction of the attention paid to the Senate trial of former President Clinton, but in one of the greatest unforced errors in American political history, they also botched the Iowa caucus, helping to restore the widespread cynicism that permeated the 2016 contest. And since Trump isn't the kind of politician to resist taking a victory lap, and he's not, that's why we love him. He did just that Tuesday morning in a scathing tweet reminding Americans why they shouldn't trust the Democrats to run the country. And this was Donald Trump's tweet. The Democrat caucus is an unmitigated disaster. Nothing works, just like they ran the country. Remembering the $5 billion Obamacare website that should have cost 2% of that, the only person they, that can claim a very big victory in Iowa last night is Trump. And notice he didn't say Democrats, he didn't say Republicans. Because they're rats, the swamp covers both parties. They're both up in their eyes in corruption. But it was a victory for Trump. And he also continues, big win for us in Iowa tonight. Thank you. And as we all know, Trump won Iowa no problem in the 2016 election. So you got Trump's two cents coming in. And this is where, you know, the conspiracy theories begin. This right here became was very interesting and it was a little bit shocking, but not really. So here we go. This was a tweet by Michael Caudre. The caucus app blamed for the Iowa vote count chaos was created by tech firm Shadow Incorporated. 
Shadow CEO Gerard Nameria, Product Manager Anna Rao, CTO Krista Davis, and COO James Hickey all worked on the Hillary for America campaign. So right now we have this firm called Shadow Inc. who made this tally counter for the Iowa caucus, right? And when you look into the people that are behind this Shadow Incorporated, all of them, let's see if I'll pull up, there we go. Gerard Numera, Hillary for America, one year, two months. Krista Davis, staff backend software engineer for Hillary for America. Anna Rao, product manager at Shadow, Hillary for America, full time for one year. And COO, James Hickey at Shadow Incorporated, engineering manager, Hillary for America. And just a quick shout out because I didn't come across this. Where is he here? Everyone give the effing doctor a follow here. He's a patriot, loves Q, loves Trump. He's a really good dude. He's a close friend of mine. He's the one that sent me this thread. And it was absolute gold. Absolute gold. So again, guys, go follow him real quick. The effing doctor. Going to give him a quick shout out there. Right here on Twitter. So he dropped that, right? And someone else posted. Yep, 100 people. 100. People need to wake up and take back our elections. We did. So there are multiple. This was a tweet here with also a screenshot. There are multiple credible reports that the developer behind the Iowa caucus app is Shadow Inc. The executive team behind Shadow Inc. are all former Hillary for America employees. And we all know what happened to Bernie in 2016 how he got screwed by Hillary and her campaign. Shadow Incorporated received tens of thousands of dollars in payments from Mayor Pete's campaign. Pete Buttigieg has deep connections in Silicon Valley, a reminder that he's being funded by Silicon Valley's wealthiest families. And there's a picture of him with Mark Zuckerberg, owner of Facebook. One of the investors behind Shadow Inc. is an acronym, a nonprofit organization committed to building power and lasting digital infrastructure for the progressive movement. Greta Carnes, a former digital organizer for Clinton in 2016 and former acronym senior director of organizing, is currently the national organizing director of, at Pete for America. You cannot make this up. And ladies and gentlemen, you can't make this stuff up. This is why citizen journalists are amazing. They find this stuff. This The report of this news came over while I was at work over the radio, and they were just talking about how the botched uh, caucus was no reports of this information right and as we dig a little bit deeper michael cadre also tweets this nevada democrat party paid shadow fifty eight thousand dollars in august and the iowa democrat party paid shadow sixty three thousand one eighty three in two payments over november and december suggesting app wasn't developed until just months ago shadow is a spinoff from pacronym a new democratic uh, dark money slash super pack hybrid and you can see the transactions here received by shadow expended by Iowa Democrat Party with the amounts in the check number. And there's just more Pete for America, Pete for America, software rights and subscriptions and the amounts in the boxes. So if that wasn't enough, we have an article here from the Epoch Times. Democrats declined to have voting app vetted. DHS's Wolf says. <laughs> so not only did the Democrats they got they got this software, this this the Shadow Inc. developed this app that, that is managed and handled by four that we know of four 
ex-Hillary campaign staffers. And they didn't even vet the app and make sure it worked before it, they even put it into action here. So he, look at this. This came out today. The Iowa Democratic Party declined to have a new voting application vetted by the Department of Homeland Security. According to Chad Wolf, the department's acting secretary, the app developed by Shadow Inc. was blamed for some of the problems during the Democratic caucuses on February 3rd. The issues led to, do, to a delay in releasing the results of the caucuses. Our cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency had offered to test the app from a hacking perspective, Wolf said February 4th. During an appearance on Fox and Friends, they declined, so we're seeing a couple of issues with it. There's no evidence of a hack, Wolf said. Right now, we don't see any malicious cyber activity going on. No one hacked into it. This is more of a stress or a load issue as well as a reporting issue that we're seeing in Iowa, he said. Given the amount of scrutiny that we have on an election on election security these days, this is a concerning event and it really goes to the public confidence of our elections. The Iowa Democratic Party didn't immediately respond to a request for comment about how the party tested the app. They wouldn't even comment, guys, on how they tested it. So they probably didn't. Party officials declined to provide details about the app when asked by multiple outlets before the election. Troy Price, the chairman of the state party, told NPR that the state party worked with the National Party's cybersecurity team and Harvard University's Defending Digital Democracy Project. And guys, also, just to throw this in there, when I was at work listening to um, whatever radio station is, it's from they get their news from CBS. They were already throwing accusations that Russia could have hacked into this software and started already tampering with democratic um, elections. It's unbelievable. It's it's in the script, guys. It really is. So if that's not even worse, check this out. I'm sorry for the guys on the podcast that can't see this, but this is a video. The video description here on Twitter is, here is, an Iowa, here is your Iowa democracy in action. A coin toss to determine who gets the last delegate out of this Iowa caucus precinct after Budigag and Klobuchar tied, Budigag won. So you literally have years, months of planning to win these states, and this is what they're doing. They're doing a coin flip. This is this is this is ridiculous. Look at this. Well, you're watching. And then flip it over. Heads. <laughs> Did you see the? <laughs> it's like this guy never flipped a coin in his life. This reminds me of some of the NFL games I watched this year with the with the coin debauchery. Do you, I gotta play this again? You didn't even do it right. You're supposed to put it on top of your hand, right? Am I not the only one that knows this? Yes, I'm so happy. <laughs> Guys, this is an absolute joke. It's a joke. And I want to show you guys this as well. This was just yesterday. Biden's in New Hampshire. And I saw a video before the before people were inside this. This is a elementary school gymnasium. It's not big. He is speaking here, and you have protesters screaming at Joe Biden while he's in a speech. Take a watch. And the 
character of our country as the rest of the world looks at us. Well, I don't believe, I don't believe we're a dark, angry nation that Donald Trump... So you have this protester here saying, calling Joe out, and everyone out the the fifty or so people in this gymnasium are screaming, "We want Joe!" Right? They follow me all over the country. They love me. They follow me all over the country. They love me. Not as much as you love your granddaughter that you kiss on the lips in public, because that's not weird, right? So the funny thing about this is, right? You guys see all of the stadiums, all the sold-out arenas that Trump sell that that the Trump rally sells out. You have people lining up days before uh, before the actual event to get in, and yet you have the mainstream media that puts puts out this ridiculous narrative that Trump was so afraid of Biden that he had to go and dig up dirt on a political on a political opponent, and you have this. A elementary school gymnasium. It's a joke, guys. It's an absolute joke. And I was going to show some videos of Elizabeth Warren from Project Veritas. I didn't have enough time to throw that together. They're out there. Um, but, guys, I don't I don't know who's going to come out of the Democratic Party. If it's Bernie Sanders, it could be him. At least he's honest about who he is. But we all know what his campaign staffers are. They're Antifa. They're anarcho-communists. We've seen, we've seen the videos. There's more than just one incident. If it's just five or six, you know there's more. And it's just great to see the destruction of this party because by the end of it, this is what we're looking at. We're looking at a sinking ship, the Titanic. And it's glorious to see. So with that, guys, that is tonight's episode. Thank you for listening. It's been an honor, a pleasure. I love doing this. I love the support that you guys are showing me. So please, if you haven't already, hit that like button, share this, tell your friends and family about this channel, get the word out there. We are the news now. This is what this channel is all about, is breaking the false narratives that are constantly fed to us from the mainstream media and just getting the truth out there of what's really going on. So with that, guys, thank you again. Subscribe to the channel. Go to my Patreon, my BitChute, WokeSocieties.com. Check, check out the podcast and all that good stuff. Show your support for the channel and give it a like. The likes get this out there organically. And it actually, if I get enough likes, it seems like YouTube actually suggests my videos, which is shocking. But we'll see what happens. So enjoy the State of the Union tonight, guys. Enjoy the rest of your nights. And until then, stay woke.